Kenny Polcari is with us, Senior Market Strategist, Slate Stone Wealth, to talk about everything under the sun, from inflation to these markets, what to buy. You want to give me a quick crypto thought? I mean, it's just it's just embedded in my brain how Warren Buffett this weekend was just so anti-crypto. I mean, do you have a right. thought on crypto? Are you a fan or not really? Quick thought on yeah, that. No, I have become more of a fan, although I'm still a little bit on the outskirts, right? I'm not, I didn't jump both feet in yet. I have started to play in it. I have started to dip my toes in it. I think that you're seeing strength today just because Warren Buffett came out and was so negative on it. I think it's, I think <laughs> it's the market's reaction to try to prove him wrong, right? Uh, which is why. I think right. And Charlie Munger. By the way, Charlie Munger said crypto crypto's one trillion market cap is disgusting and contrary to the interests of civilization. All right, let's just leave it there. Kenny Bulgari, I got to leave it there because I want to talk about what you do love. All the crypto people, right? Yeah, I guess. Maybe. So tell me about your current investment strategy based on the overall markets that you're seeing right now. So listen, I, I, and I've been saying this for a while, I think we're a little bit stretched. I hate to say it, but the longer I say we're stretched, then the higher the market keeps kind of churning. Yet, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't, you know, that that's that's how I feel at the moment. We're at 23 times uh, earnings. We're at 20, 21 and a half times next year's earnings. I said, and, and we haven't really had that much of a correction. And the idea that there is no inflation and the idea that they keep telling us there's no inflation um, is, I think, is almost concerning to a lot of investors because we live in the world we see it you go out shopping you go out to the store you can see inflation everywhere around us yet for them to tell us it's not a, there's no inflation is almost it's almost infuriating because you start to think to yourself what world am i living in right and so when you think about that you have to prepare for if it starts to rear its ugly head and how fast it will rear its ugly head and while the fed keeps saying no it's transitory we got it under control nobody worries i think i think the market is getting a little bit more worried. You saw what happened in the semis last week. You see what's happening in home builders. You see what's happening in the commodity space. You see what's happening to appliances, uh, almost everything. And now there's a shortage because of the semis. There's a shortage across a range of industries driving prices up even more as people scramble to try to find these, to try to find these, these things that need, whether they're cars, whether they're appliances, whatever it is. Um, and so therefore, I'm just concerned that inflation is going to rear its head and it's going to be more than what they tell us it is, and it's going to cause that policy change where they're going to start to talk about, as much as uh, Jay Powell said no, I think, I think the conversation about taper is going to happen sooner than he tells us it's going to happen. And then the market will sell off what? And then, so listen, I would like to see, you know me, I want to see the market shake the branches. I'd love to see a 7 to 9% pullback in the S&P and the Dow, right? We saw almost 11% in the NASDAQ a, a couple of weeks ago. We saw them, you know, then the Fed came right out and told everyone, don't worry, don't worry. And they rallied it right back to all-time highs. I want to see that same reaction pullback in the broader market, in the Dow and the S&P. Uh, and even in the Russell, look, the Russell's well ahead. It's up 16% year to date. Right. And as much as the Russell has come under pressure, also, in the last couple of weeks, they rallied it right back near the highs again. So I want to see the broader market pull back. I'm not suspecting we're going to see a crash. You know, we're not going to see a crash unless, unless uh, uh, inflation rears its ugly head and then suddenly out of the blue, somebody says, you start to hear it uh, floated in on TV or at conferences that the conversation on tapering is going to have to happen. Then I think you'll see a faster quick, quicker, swift reaction uh, in the markets. But overall, and I then you think generally pull back. Yeah. 
And the trader that you are says, then that's my buying opportunity. I know. Correct. So tell me, Kathy Wood and the ARK Innovation ETF, successful, then under some pressure with the Tesla calls. You're a believer in this fund and Kathy Wood. I'm, Why? I'm a believer in the fund because I'm a believer in the tech disruptor names that are in it, right? So it's Tesla, it's Coinbase, it's Shopify, it's Spotify, it's Teladoc, all these industries that are in fact disrupting and changing the world we live in. Now look, it's volatile. We can clearly see it's volatile. It's down again today because NASDAQ names are under pressure. But this is where I find the opportunity. If I'm going to put new money, uh, I'm going to, I keep dipping my toes in slowly to this fund because I think she's right. I think that these names are going to uh, find a place in the future. You just have, you're going to have to be a little bit more patient with them. Um, and you have to be able to stomach kind of the, kind of the ebbs and flows of, uh, of this fund. It's, it's better than just trying to pick a single name, right? If you pick one name, then you're bound to that one name and you live or die by that one name. Right. In my view, in this space, you need to have a broad diversification. And her ARK ETF, ARKK, gives you that broad diversification without, without putting all your eggs in just one single basket. Yeah, I get it. I, I really I understand, right? It's like picking one name, one number on the roulette table, right? right. You're better off picking red or black, and you probably have a better chance. Tell me, um, why don't you give me a few seconds on each thought? J.P. Morgan and Bank of America, you like them. Why? So I continue to like those. I like the financials. Uh, those are the, in my in, in my mind, those are the two best names in the group. When you when you speak about the large financials, the big investment banks, I own them both. I've done very well with them. I continue to like them, and I think they will do well in a recovering economy. Caterpillar Honeywell? Caterpillar Honeywell is those industrial plays, right? Now, if the, if the, if the U.S. economy and the global economy comes back to life to say they, the, the way everyone says it will, and we spend all this money on infrastructure here in, in this country, as well as infrastructure projects going on around the world, names like Caterpillar and Honeywell will also benefit. You could throw John Deere in there. You could throw a bunch of other names. Right. I just happen to be, I just happen to like Caterpillar and Honeywell, which is why I'm also, listen, they represent, they represent that a lot of the names that you're going to, that you're, you're going to ask me today really represent, um, you know, old line America, right? I mean, they're big, highly capitalized American names that are solid in my mind. That brings me to Walmart, American name Walmart? that's solid. I mean, there couldn't be a more solid American name than Walmart, right? There you go. And Walmart's going to go, especially if we have kind of an inflationary environment, then Walmart, you know, is certainly going to end up benefiting there because people will just find bargains and find opportunity to go shopping there and try to stretch their dollar for as far as they can stretch it. So Walmart is just like you said, one of those, can't get any more American than Walmart. Yeah, right. Um, you know, we just finished talking to um, another advisor and she was saying she liked Facebook, Google and Amazon because she thought that had face that had value and growth put into one. At the same time, I just saw some breaking news that Amazon is getting Thursday night football next year, a, a year early. Are you a fan of any of the fangs? Okay, so, well, I, I'm not a fan of Facebook because I'm not really a Facebook user, although I guess it's kind of a lie because I do use Instagram and they are owned by Facebook, so. <laughs> but Facebook itself, I'm not a buyer. But Amazon, now, that's new news, right? I would have stayed away from the fang names and looking and looked to put my money in other parts of the tech industry. But if Amazon's going to get the, uh, is going to get that a year early, the NFL a year early, that's going to be a big move then. That's going to be, you know, that's changed the dynamic a little bit, changed the narrative a little bit. So Amazon is certainly a name that should be a foundational holding, and it will become, uh, it will remain a foundational holding for me. Yeah. 
All right. And then what about some of the others? Schlumberger, Chevron, Exxon, oh, oil. You have Newmont Mining. Hold on. You have Newmont Mining in there. I see DD. Right. DuPont. Well, those are all, you know, those are all just end up being big Americana. Uh, you know, Newmont Mining is certainly in the mining sector. Chevron, Exxon, Schlumberger, all in the energy sector. Names that I think will do well. Look what energy has done. I think energy's got more to go. I think when the world reopens, and not only the U.S., but when the world reopens and demand comes back, we're going to see demand for energy is not going away in the next one or two years. Talk about the Green Deal. We're still years away from that. And so the energy play is still, I think, very much alive. Besides the fact is that these stocks are also big dividend payers. And in a time when there's some uncertainty, uh, and if you're going to see the market back off, these names are highly capitalized. They're good dividend payers, so they will offer some support. Yeah. It's great to see you, Kenny. I always love having you on on a Monday in the thick of earnings season. Lots going on. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks. Kenny Pilcari, Senior Market Pleasure. Strategist, Leadstone Well. Thanks.